joining me today is Eric Lindberg. Eric is an accomplished photographer and writer. As the SATW Photographer of the Year Award twice, he shares some helpful photography tips in Grand County this spring and summer. Sit back and enjoy. Hi, Eric. How are you? I'm fine, Gaylene. Good morning. It's good seeing you. Yeah, you too. <laughs> Even though I just saw you a couple days ago in Alaska. Yeah, a much colder place. It's nice it to see you down in a warmer climate again. Absolutely. Well, you are an award-winning photographer and journalist, and I wanted to know how did you get into your profession? I've always been, I've been blessed with being able to both photograph and uh, write. Each has come pretty easily to me over the years. Um, I was attracted to both of them, boy, back when I was 18, 19 years old. And uh, over the years, I traveled a lot and I journaled and uh, photographed. And probably 25 years ago now, I took a travel writing course uh, through a local university and was invited into a writer's critique group for travel writing. And um, I learned how to market myself and sell photography and writing. And so um, it just took off from there. Photography has always been a passion and being able to write pretty well. The two dovetailed together. So I was able to travel, which is another one of my passions, and put the two of those skills together to make a living out of it. Well, you do a darn good job. Thank you. You've given, you've given me some great tips through the years. <laughs> I aspire to be like you. <laughs> oh, you're too kind, Gailey. Thank you. <laughs> well, you've been to Grand County before, and I wanted to know, just some give some tips on when the best time to shoot. I know it's different in the winter, summer, spring, and fall, but what would be the best times to shoot this spring and summer? Springtime as the snow melts and we get past the mud season is when the wildflowers come out. And I love photographing wildflowers. Again, the, the golden times, the golden light at the beginning of the day and the end of the day always make landscapes uh, look better with that softer light that's not directly overhead. So I like to be out at dawn, right when the first rays of light hit the landscape and shoot for a, you know two, three hours after that. Then when the sun gets higher, you begin to get harsh, contrasty, bright light. And at that point, I either find things to shoot in shadow, in the shade, or also wait until later in the afternoon, maybe three o'clock or so when the light starts, the sun gets lower in the west and that nice warm light comes again. Another time I really like to shoot, especially wildflowers, is when it's cloudy overhead. When you have um, clouds and you have a soft diffused light, that eliminates the harsh highlights that can be on wildflowers in the middle of the day. The colors are softer and more vibrant and I really like overcast, especially for shooting flowers, waterfalls. The, the light just gives a whole different look to the landscape. That's interesting. I liked when you say dawn. A lot of people don't want to get up that early, but you're right. That is when you get the best photos. But in the midday, that is when people are out hiking and things and they want to take pictures. And I never thought about shooting in the shadows, that you can mm -hmm. still get some decent photos. Yeah, shadows are also, or in shade, is a nice way to photograph uh, people. When you shoot someone in the middle of the day, they have 
hard shadows and bright lights on their cheeks and people don't look so good. Move them out of the sun and into the shade of a tree or a rock or something. And there's much softer, more even light that comes across your face. It's good for, uh, for um, portraits as well as flowers and, and things. Great tips. What about wildlife? I love shooting wildlife and it's a challenge. And, you know, I mentioned getting up early. Sometimes to get good photos, you have to skip breakfast and skip dinner to get both ends of the day. Early morning is when wildlife is often up and around. And some places are known for being either uh, watering holes for wildlife or feeding areas. But you don't always know what you're going to get when you go out there. You're often lucky if you see have a wildlife sighting. I like to go to wildlife refuges um, for birds because there's always birds around there. And I think if you have seen animals in a place, for example, if there are elk, you know, are, are in a certain meadow and they seem to be hanging out around there, try going there in the early morning or in the late afternoon when they be, be out. Often in midday, animals go into you know, seclusion. They're out of the sun, they're resting and feeding times are early in the morning and then again later in the afternoon. Well, um, that's, and birds, I... I think birds are really tricky to shoot. So what are some tips on photographing birds? <laughs> I think the probably foremost would be to have a longer lens because birds are tricky. They're, they can be skittish. They're not real tame. They're, those survival instincts in birds are very strong. So I think a long lens helps of at least, say, 200 to 400 millimeter or more. Also, finding a place where there's birds and sitting quietly and letting them settle down. They'll come back and get closer to you. It's when you first arrive at a place, it disturbs them and they might get skittish and fly away. But if you're quiet and you don't talk and you just sit there and wait for them, I find birds are a little more easy to photograph. Also, if you find a certain perch that birds keep coming back to or a certain area that they're feeding in, find a place a little distance away and put your lens on them and just sit and wait for them to return. Good tip. Well, you have photographed in Grand County. What are some of your favorite places? I don't know if I should share these, but I'm going to. <laughs> well, Grand County is so big and there's so much there. Um, I have in the past have just loved driving around and wandering and looking at the openness, the expanse the, of, of the whole county. I think, well, of course, Grand Lake, I have really enjoyed renting a canoe and going out on the lake and photographing. I'm in the back, someone else is in the front, and I'm photographing them paddling on a very still lake, which often happens early in the morning when there's reflections and the water is just very smooth. I've gotten some great shots photographing the person in front of me with the lakeshore in the foreground, you know, either the trees or some cabins or things. That's really nice. So anywhere around Grand Lake, I like heading up toward Rocky Mountain National Park. It's beautiful there at the west entrance. Uh, there's stops all along the way that give you great vistas. Oh, I like going up north of Kremlin. I've seen good wildlife sightings up there. I've seen moose up in that direction, as well as uh, uh, antelope. And I think there's some wildlife uh, wetlands areas up there where I've seen large flocks of pelicans on the way up towards Steamboat. And yes. up in Crumbling area, yeah, I've seen, and that's good for birding too. Winter Park area in spring and summer, a lot of wildflowers there. And both Winter Park and Fraser, there are a lot of roads that lead off of, I think it's 40 there, that go up into the hills, into the mountains that are great for hiking. Get yourself a good map 
and just find, you know, uh, some trailheads and take off with your camera. You can't go wrong. You know what I always find frustrating? You were talking about Grand Lake. We were kayaking one day and an osprey came right down in front of us. And of course, you never have your camera ready in those, <laughs> in those situations. It's so frustrating. How do, you, how do you prepare for things like that? Or can you even? Oh, boy, it's like watching for the whale breaching. You don't know where it's going to pop up around you, 360 degrees, anything can happen. Those are tough shots, Gaylene. And um, I think, again, having a long lens, having your your settings ready and prepared, camera in hand close to your eye. If you see the osprey flying over the lake and coming down low, it takes patience. But if you sit and watch and wait and you know the osprey is out fishing, you can be ready for that, that dive. And a lot of it's luck, luck and being in the right place at the right time. Yeah. Uh, but I think patience and, and observing wildlife, too. If you begin just watching wildlife, you'll see patterns. You'll see behavior that's repeated or that's somewhat predictable. And I think knowing a little bit about wildlife helps, too. Well, and you mentioned patience, which I think is is a key when you're taking photos. Just relax and enjoy and letting the wildlife just calm down before you start taking pictures. Yeah. If you were to use your phone, iPhone, I don't know if you do take very many pictures with your iPhones. Do you have any tips with, with using your phone? I do use my, my, my uh, cell phone. I have an iPhone that I do use at times. I will admit I use my regular digital cameras much more often, but sometimes your phone is the only one you have with you. I like to pay attention to framing. So when I take a photo, I don't have a lot of extraneous things in the photo that I don't care about. Sometimes we take a quick shot and there's buildings in the background or an antenna or a tree sticking out of the person's back of their head. There might be clutter around that that takes you away visually from what you're shooting. So my tip there would be I walk in closer to frame my photo so there's nothing in the photo that I don't want. If I'm taking a picture of you next to the waterfall, I'd like to get a close-up of you, but I'd also like to show the scale of the waterfall behind you, but I don't need a lot of extra things around it that maybe would take away from the photo of you and the waterfall. So for me taking, and I do this with whether it's a cell phone uh, camera or my regular cameras, taking a little time to look at the best angle, walk around your subject, often taking two steps to the left or right can result in a much better photo. But there again is patience. Instead of walking up, snapping it and walking and then walk away, take a moment, take 20, 30 seconds to look for the best angle, move a little bit to the right, to the left, crouch down, get up on a a rock or a a little ledge or something to shoot down at the photo. There's probably more than one way to shoot what you're standing in front of. Isn't digital great in that sense versus when you used to get the slides? (laughs) It sure is. Instant review. Yeah. Thank you. That's a good technology mm-hmm. impact that we've had. Yes. And yeah. it's much less expensive than film. Yes, I would yeah. agree. I uh, went through a bunch of my old photos the other day, or last year, I guess it was, and I thought, why did I keep this picture? And it's like, because I paid for it. <laughs> you know, the prints. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, Eric, it's so fun to see you and hear your tips. I really appreciate all of your experience and and friendships through the years. Thank you, Gaylene. It's nice talking to you and seeing you again. And we need to get you back out to Grand County. Uh, anytime. I'm ready. It's a wonderful okay. location. Yes. <laughs> all right. Take care. Okay. Thank you, Gaylene. Bye-bye.